Anna Maynard. Please subscribe to this podcast for weekly reviews on all of your favorite anime, manga, and games. See you soon. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? It's your boy, Anime Nerd, and today podcast, I got a couple things I'm going to talk about today on today's podcast. One is the influx of fighting video games. Man, is there a lot of video games that fighting games that are coming out. Two, I want to talk about that One Piece trailer that just dropped and my opinion on it. And three, I got to talk about the new Black Clover movie. Sword of the Wizard King that just came out. And I'm going to give you guys my opinion on it without trying to spoil it. And then I'll probably rewatch it again and give you guys my honest take on it after watching it for the second time. So, without further ado, let's go ahead into my first topic. So, there's a lot of fighting games coming out. Uh, you got Street Fighter 6, which I heard nothing but great things about that. Then you got... Tekken, and then you got Mortal Kombat 1, which is like, I want to say, it's almost like a pretty much a reboot of the first series. And you got, you know, Dragon Ball Z Tenkaichi coming out. I don't know when that's supposed to come out. Oh, also Naruto. So a lot of fighting games that are about to drop. So clearly this is the season of fighting games. So you guys have plenty of opportunity to dust off your skills of any of those games and get into it. So... I, me personally, the games that I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I have to get all of them because I really like fucks with all of them heavy. Like I'm, I'm excited about the Tenkaichi series, even though I wish it was the Budokai because I'm a master of that one. The Ken, Tenkaichi series is not bad, so we'll see how it works with today's graphic and everything like that. Like if you guys knew that it was gonna come back out like, when you saw that trailer, uh, Goku going blue just randomly, it's like it was a great way of bring, introducing that game into today's market. And I'm pretty sure with all Dragon Ball Z games, they do really well. That's one series that I can say for sure does really well is the Dragon Ball series. And the being the reason being is because it's still relevant to today's culture. A lot of us who are now adults raised up on Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Dragon Ball Super. Well, I would say Super is more newer, but it's still, we all raised up on it. So that cult is still transitioning on to today. A lot of us will introduce, if you have kids, you introduce it to your kids and so on and so forth. Dragon Ball may not be best in story-wise, but it's still a great series overall, and we still love the character to this day. So that's why I'd say that it's going to be one of the anticipated ones. Street Fighter is pretty interesting uh, when it comes to Street Fighter because you're watching Ryu and them get older, and so... I do predict after this game, I haven't played it, but I'm just going, this is just my opinion. I do predict the game is going to definitely go into a soft reboot of the series. Um, being that the character is getting older, it's kind of weird as what's going to happen after that. I feel like as far as the Street Fighter story being told, I feel like it's pretty much almost done as far as that. You see Ken, Ryu, all them, they're just, they're just older. So nothing wrong with that. It's just when your favorite character gets older, it's like, what do you do now? Now, like, let's say, for instance, Mortal Kombat. You definitely just saw the series. Mortal Kombat 1, the newer one. It's definitely a soft reboot or a hardcore reboot. It doesn't even matter. You could tell it's definitely a reboot with uh, Liu Kang being the god instead of Raiden being the god. So it, it's, it's interesting going into the aspect. 
I'm excited about that game. I definitely can't wait to play that one. Mortal Kombat usually are fun games. Street Fighter is a fun game, but Mortal Kombat I do enjoy. Tekken series, when that comes out, I don't really know too much what's going on with that series. I'm just going to wait for it to come out to give you my honest opinion on that one. But I feel like it will be a great series other than that. Of course, Naruto Ultimate Storm is pretty much the matchup of all the Naruto games into one with some new addition from Boruto. So I know people who are a fan of Boruto is excited about that. Me, personally, uh, the only thing I'm really excited about is trying out that uh, bar mode on uh, Naruto. And so, but other than that, I actually could care less about Boruto. I'm pretty sure it's a good series for those who watch it. But as for me... Uh, I personally don't watch it. It's just nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, I feel like if they ain't really focusing on Naruto series, I really don't care to me. And to this day, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I feel like we could have another Naruto series of him after the last movie and before the... Sorry, I got cut off. Don't know what happened. But like I was saying... I feel like the Naruto game is pretty much like, I feel like there should be an anime series for Naruto after the last Naruto, the last movie, and the, before the start of um, Boruto the series. That's how I feel. I feel like there's still so much story to tell for Naruto that it needs to. I understand they got the manga and all that, but let's be real. Like, Boruto is probably a great series, but Naruto is the real reason why it sells. It sells. I'm, I'm sorry. And, you know, I really want to have a conversation with someone from the Boruto clan universe. I don't know what you guys call yourself, but I really just want to know as far as how you guys feel about Boruto, the series, and what you guys like about it. I think the thing that I don't like about Boruto is, and there's nothing knocking against Boruto, but it doesn't go with the it doesn't have really follows the anime because it's like anime first and then the manga it is like two different things and it's cool and all but it, it is what it is i feel like the only anime there's certain anime that it works well with like for instance dragon ball super it, yeah it has a manga and it kind of follows the manga but also it can still add on stuff to it to in detail with the anime so it goes hand in hand the only time it gets confusing is with the super scenes like what's canon what's not kind of sort of like with Boruto I feel like they just go off hands and then wait till the manga gets to a certain point then it'll go into that and stuff like that just say though but that's just my opinion on it I'm not trying to be here to knock anybody else if you like it then hey you like it I'm not here to judge you for what you like now moving on into the next topic the next topic is that one piece trailer that just dropped the live action. Now, a lot of you guys know Netflix doesn't have a good track history when it comes to live anime. I'm not going to sit here and lie. There's maybe one or two series that I like. Oh, actually, if it's done by the Koreans or Japanese, I feel like it's good. Now, when it comes to American, I don't know what they're thinking. And now, first, let me clarify. I'm not saying that all anime live action that's done by the Japanese or Koreans are good because there are some bombers. The the ones that I would recommend that I like, I like uh, Erase. That live action was pretty good to the T, close to the anime, close to the source, so I would highly recommend that one. And Alice in Borderland was really great too, so I definitely recommend you guys checking out those 
two series, at least from the top of my head. I'm just going off from the top of my head what series I would recommend uh, as far as that goes. But, like, when it comes to, like, the Bleach anime live action, eh, it wasn't that great. It was all right. Um, it wasn't too bad. Um, but that was done by, like, the Japanese, I believe. But, like, when it came to, like, I'm just going to throw out one that I'm pretty sure everybody knows what to say. But just know that was shit. I ain't going to sit here and lie. Excuse my language. But that was trash. Like, what were you thinking? Why was this even a thing? Don't know. But, hey, yeah, don't do that again. Please don't. For God. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Not even worth it. But now, I saw the Netflix live action anime. And, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. My expectation on this series it's already on low because of the track history of all live action anime. But I watched it, watched the anime, uh, live action reaction to it. I have to say it looks pretty interesting. I'm not going to say it and lie to you. It looks pretty good. It looked like it might be true to the source. But I know Netflix and I know Western audience. They like to add these stupid things that I like to call pointless pandering. They're going to pander at some point to something. Don't know what. I just know they're going to try to do it. They're going to try to add some type of message that don't need to be in it. And I, I'm, I'm going to say this, Netflix, and whoever else is listening. For the love of Christ, do not add no type of woke ideology to this anime. This anime is ready. There's a reason why it's lasting this long. All right, and I'm not the biggest One Piece fan. I do. I have watched some of the episodes. I'm not here, like I'm not with everybody who's probably on episode 1,000 by now. But there's a reason why the series lasts as long as it does. And if you try to add or try to add some woke pandering bullcrap, some ideology that doesn't need to be there, or add some, or add something that just doesn't make sense at all when it comes to this anime. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know how how you fumble this bag, Netflix, if you do something like this. Now, like I said, my expectation for this podcast, for this podcast, for this uh, live series of One Piece isn't high. But from the looks of it, they look like they put a lot of budget into this series. So let's see how the CGI and everything goes. I think for the most part, if they follow the set kind of standards that they have or the formula that One Piece did, I think it would be great. Now, I do expect them to add a little bit of something new into it too, so that way it won't be like match up 100% to the story because it's a live action. They want to be different because they want to be able to add some elements to it where people are like, oh, I like what they did here. That obviously they probably didn't do well on the manga or in the anime. But like I said, as long as they don't add political agendas into this show, I can see it being a decent show. But the moment that they step across that boundary and add that, then all bets are off. I can't promise you anything on that one. Then Netflix just just Netflix it up pretty much at that point. Now, so moving on to my next topic and the final topic of today's podcast, which is the Black Clover movie, uh, Swords of Wizard King, and what I thought about it without giving too much spoiler. Uh, first off, the animation was pretty good, you know, for Netflix uh, producing this movie. 
Now, I do wish it was came in on theater, because I do like that whole, like, buying popcorn, buying a drink, sitting down, hearing it, surround sound, you know, thing. I thought it was a great movie, for the most part. Um, I don't think it's really canon. Uh, I know the story takes place uh, after season four, um, at some point. Where in season four? I don't know. Um... Overall, though, I thought they did a great job with the animation, the fighting. It was pretty much action for the most part. Um, honestly, yeah, it was pretty much action for the most part. I, li- I like the fact... Oh, I almost spilled that one. But, you know, the fights were pretty good, pretty interesting. Uh, nothing too crazy. I wouldn't put it up there on my top anime movies uh, as far as... Um, and it was shonen type movies as far as that ties in. But overall though, I thought it they did a great job on it. Um Asta, everybody the cast literally looked great. Everything. The thing with Black Clover is I, I feel like I don't know why they delayed it so much uh, for it coming out. I mean, I expect it to be a better movie than what it was, but by all means it wasn't a horrible movie as of right now. So um, the score right now that IMDb is giving it is a 7.9 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, which we all know what Rotten Tomatoes, you got to take that lightly. But I'm pretty sure because it isn't a Disney or anybody else type of movie, there's no pandering to it. Right now, it's sitting at a 97% uh, of the audience score. So that means people are liking it So for the most part. I, I think it's a good, I, think, I agree with the show, uh, with the audience score, 97% for... A Netflix movie. It's good, entertaining, enjoyable. I really need to rewatch it again to really truly understand the purpose of the movie and like any lore that it may have cover or anything like that. Um, of course, one of my favorite characters in the movie was the Wizard King, um, the Black Bull leader. I'm not. I'm bad with names, so I don't really remember. But I got to see a little bit of action of them. Asta, like obviously, he's the main character. Now, I just don't, I don't really too feel for Asta, like, design as far as, like, this buff Asta. Like, he just looked weird and just, like, okay, he's super ripped and, like, thick looking. It's, it's awkward. It's probably something that it takes some time to get used to. Maybe if he was to have, like, that older looking face to it, I could. But it's because Asta, he still has that face to it. I'm not really too good. Uh, Face Sasuke, aka you know, uh, I, I just call you know Face Sasuke because everything about him is like they like to me. Black Clover tried to replicate Naruto in a way. Um, it works as its own series, but like you could definitely tell there's some Naruto elements to it. Like in in a way, I mean, you know, it's like the perfect person can't do no wrong, just naturally talented as Asta, um, being like Naruto's kind of like. You know, he's not too much of a great person, but, like, physically he's good. And, like, he could talk, you know, jutsu to death and stuff like that. So, overall, though, I would definitely recommend this movie to watch. Uh, But don't expect nothing too, like, in-depth as far as story to add on to the whole Black Clover uh, series. It's just a standalone movie. And everything like that. So you pretty much, I guess, you would, in a way, have to know some things about Black Clover before watching this movie. But you don't really have to be, like, that knowledgeable into it. Like, 
I predicted like you just need to know just enough to help push the story along and get everything going uh far as that. But overall though, it's it's a good movie. I do I would like to see Netflix come out with more anime movies. And so so I'm pretty sure if this one do well, Netflix would come out with more anime movies as far as Shonen Jump series type. Um I do miss the theater aspect of it, but it's not bad. I definitely don't disagree with how they did it. Thought it was good. There's other movies I can't wait to see, um, but hey, Netflix. Um, hear me out. Add some more anime movies that were like streaming at one point. Like, when are you going to ask Shizume? Uh, you know, I wasn't a fan of it at first. Well, I'm not. It's like, I was, I was skeptical about it at first. And then it just so happened. My homegirl was correct that I will end up liking the movie, and it's definitely up there as one of my favorite movies to watch. So, you know, but speaking of that, there's a podcast coming out in the future that I'm going to do, and I'm going to introduce you to one of my, to this blasphemous person. I'm going to call her blasphemous because she knows who she is. She's going to say a certain movie is better than my favorite movie. You guys know how I feel about I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, but... I'm going to do a podcast where we rank them and list them on how we put each movie. And, you know, I, I guess her list, it can be somewhat credible depending who you are. But if you're blasphemous, say, you know, we all know nobody lists is really perfect. But mine, no, no, I'm joking. Uh, but be on the lookout for that podcast. I can't wait to drop that one. It'll be a lot of fun. Definitely just to hear how. Her point of view on this anime, on how she look at anime compared to how I look at it. Um, I do expect to do more collabs in the future with other people again. Probably start off new. I mean, of course, I have my old friends who I'm still do collabs with. But I want to be able to do more collabs with other people and discuss certain topics. So if you guys hear different voices, that's what's going on. Your boy is expanding and hitting new topics and going over there as far as that. But other than that, though, that's it for today's podcast. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Also, I'm sorry about the whole like breakup. For some reason, when I do it online, do the podcast like recording, it only give me five minute segments. So that's why it's like, why did it stop there? And he picks up there and stuff like that. Sorry for the choppiness. I realized it's just best to go ahead and just use the podcast version of the app on my phone and just connect my headphones. And everything through my phone. So that way it all can work. Because it works out perfectly like that. But yeah. So just be on the lookout. Uh, Sorry for taking a couple of time off a little bit. Not that I didn't want to. I just had to. Been moving and packing. Unpacking. All that wild stuff. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Until next time. Peace. (laughs) 